If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. What? Oh! Oh! Any other questions? Channel F, the one with all the fun. The Fairchild Video Entertainment System at your larger JCPenney. The home entertainment system that never gets old. Plug in a new video card and change the fun. So today, we're going to talk about video cart number 16. Woohoo! One of my favorites. <laughs> Dodge it! How great is it that Fairchild brings an all-time classic dodgeball to the home video market? Well, not only did they bring it to the home video game market, they made it super fun to play. This is perhaps uh, one of the most playable games on the system. And a, a longtime uh, uh, friend uh, of the show, uh, 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 how did he put it? Because uh, I don't want to misquote him because he's a very angry man. You know, you know Simon Butler, right? <laughs> yes, I do. And I tell you what, in person, he is. I could sit there and talk to him all day and wish there was a 25th hour in the day. I mean, I never get tired of listening to this guy go off. He is the funniest guy and brilliant because he actually, he's not just spouting like, you know, angry, you know, uh, 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 drunk stuff. He's actually just dead nuts accurate as he dissects things. And if you ever think you have a good plan and want to find out where the flaws are, run it by him. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But he, uh, 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 but a gentleman too. I mean, a hell of a nice guy, you know. Uh, you just have to understand that, you know, his crotchety, crusty uh, nature. But uh, he said something to the effect of uh, proper gameplay can overcome any deficiency in graphics. And that is spot on for, you know, many games on this system, but uh, uh, certainly this game, because it's so darn playable. And, you know, as we'll get into, the, the multiplayer element on it is just absolutely brilliant. You know, it, 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 it's uh, sort of the, uh, you know, screw your buddy, you know, before Tetris Tetris, you know. Uh, you know how satisfying it was to, you know, drop in that long piece and hear, see four lines delete and hear, ah! <laughs> you, know, um, you know, stealing the other guy's score. So, yeah, what a brilliant game, man. And, and you know what? Graphically pleasing, though. It, it's simple, but it's graphically pleasing. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's very good graphically. Uh, it's only got like four game variations, a one or two player game, amateur or pro. And the only difference between them is how you know, the overall speed of the balls. One of the things I noticed with this game is... Have you noticed when you get a whole lot of balls on the screen that sometimes they like to stick together and run down the sides? No, I tend to notice they all just kind of find wherever I'm at and hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, you know what? This game does not let you hide in the corner. You, you can't. You, you know, if you get near a corner, that's where you're going to get hit. You're just running out your options. I like to stay actually in the open as much as I can. But, um, you know, uh, um, 
as far as clustering goes, you do see some clustering, but uh, man, do they love corners. Yeah, I tend, my strategy is I tend to stay like on the very bottom, run back and forth is what I typically do. I, I do fairly well doing that. I think the highest I've gotten on this was 1,100 points. Have you ever actually gotten all the balls on the screen? Yes, yes. After uh, you pass 900 points, you have nine balls on the screen. I have achieved that a few times. I find it's actually easier to, to achieve with two-player for the obvious dynamic that when the other guy gets hit, you get his score. Yes. And that is, you know, it, it makes it much easier to get further in the game and to uh, uh, play more when somebody else is sharing part of the heat. Uh, did you notice when, it, when the timer gets past 1,000, how the balls kind of explode from the center of the screen? Yeah, it, it, it's just uh, that and the death animation, man. I mean, how great is that? It's, it, it's just, I mean, it's, it's colored blocks just flying out from the center of the screen. But it's something that definitely lets you know, you know, because I've mentioned this before in, in the show, that uh, there are moments in these games some of these games, and that's true of Atari systems, uh, you know, system games, uh, true of, uh, you know, some of the television, but not as many, and probably not really true about Coleco. And, and then we get into the, all the other systems after that, but um, where you're not really sure what the goal is, you're not really sure what, what the bad things are, what the good things are, and you're not really sure when you've scored and when the game has ended. You know, there are games that don't necessarily uh, clarify that very well. <coughs> Pardon me. This game uh, does exactly what it says on the tin. It lets you know exactly what's coming to get you. You know what to do. And you know when you've hit a, a landmark point And you know when you've scored. And you know when you've died. There's just no gray areas. It, it really does check all the boxes of a clear picture of what you're doing in the game. One of the things I like about it is every screen is different. The arena's changed, your ball size changes, you changed in size. So no two games are alike unless you want it to be alike. Then pull down the fire yep. and repeat the same arena again. That's one neat feature about this game. I tell you why it's such a good feature. If you ever play um uh uh for example, the early Atari games where they were trying to say, oh, there's 60 games in one cart. And it was 60 slight variations on <laughs> one game. You know, uh, it got sort of annoying. You know, uh, uh, you know, sometimes when it was simple, like air sea battle or combat. Okay. But when there's, you know, 50 variations, just come on, knock it off. Right. So what they did in this game is, like you said earlier, they give you, uh, you know, basic pro, basic pro for single or two player and four options, but yet there is more content. There are multiple arenas and you get to, you know, sort of like hit and repeat on a cassette. Like, Oh, I like that song hit repeat. Right. Yep. Y you know, you can go back and play that game, uh, that arena again. And, and I, I like the arenas. Um, one thing I, I, maybe you've observed, I didn't think of this until now. Are the arenas presented in the same order or are they randomized? They're, they're randomized. Okay. Because I never thought that, you know, oh, I didn't notice. But, um, yeah, very effective, very effective. What's your favorite type of arena? Wide open or small? Or... Um, like I said, my strategy is to kind of stay in the open. So, 
you know, I, I do tend to gravitate towards uh, uh, maybe the more open arenas. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I haven't really played one that I just hated, you know, because uh, even when they're small, you tend to be able to slot. You change your strategy like like yeah. I employ a strategy more like yours where I'll run to the top or, you know, run to the bottom and run back and forth, you know, uh, rather than trying to hide in the middle. So it's it's not like it, it burdens you, you know. Well, the arenas I can get the highest scores in are the ones that are wide open and you're I like a little dot and you have the real big balls bouncing around inside the arena because what happens is they start interfering with each other and they'll start deflecting away from you if you get down into a corner. That's one of my strategies to get a high score in this game. Yeah, the um, sort of my strategy is to Run. Um, go play two player. <laughs> go play two player. Yeah, what's really I fun just in find two it player? To... What's really fun in two player is uh, you can actually run over the other player, and you can actually confuse them, make them think they're going the opposite way, to try and get them to run into a ball. Yeah, you know. Also, you can sort of. Um, I don't know if it's just my perception or if there is any logic in it. If you kind of hang near them, or maybe it's just because I kind of tend to get hit in the game. <laughs> if you kind of loiter near the other player, it's almost like you can draw fire on them, you know. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's really doing that. You know, it's hard to tell if it's really doing it or if you just think it's doing it. But it's a strategy worth playing with. Oh, heck yeah. yeah it's a really great game, especially when you're playing two players. You get a lot of hollering and cussing going on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just shooting over the uh, score. You know, I, I'll take that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do. I, I do. This is game, a game, I think, you know, the two player lets you see a little bit more of it, lets you get a little further. But it's not like it's unplayable in one player. It, it One player works pretty darn well. You know, I like these kids on the box art here. That one is arcing his back for one player. I can't do that. I can do some of those things, but not all of those things. <laughs> Did you play dodgeball when you was younger? Oh, uh, dude, we, look, I went to school back in the age of reason where not only did we play dodgeball, we could go sign up the lawn dart set and go play. Oh, I played lawn darts too. Dude, I am like, you ever, you ever seen that movie, um, uh, Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson? Yes. You know how like every time he sees a copy of Catcher and Rye, he has to buy it? Yes. That's me and lawn darts. Every time I find a set and I've got, dude, I've got Sportcraft, I've got Regency. I've got Kmart. I've got every make model. I've got fixed fin. I got sliders. I got sliders with inserts. I've got every brand and variation of lawn dart there is. And yet, like I was on, e just looking at eBay the other day. Now eBay has a policy of uh, taking them down because okay. They're, yeah, they're illegal for sale and transfer. Wow. Breaking the law, breaking the law. <laughs> but, uh, uh, the, yeah, the, the, it, it's basically uh, prohi it's a prohibited item to uh, the Consumer protection, protection Safety something or other Nazis. Um, I mean, actually ban lawn darts, you know. Wow. And I don't care. I don't think it's the purview of the government to ban a gentleman's lawn game, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, so I, I just declined to participate in that law. Um, and I go out and play lawn darts and there's nothing they can do about it. But uh, eBay, they take those auctions down. Wow. So uh, what you got to do is keep it in your search engine. 
And the moment you see one, they jump on it, right? Jump on it. Now, I, a lot of times, because they tend to go between 100 to $150 a set, right? Oh, jeez. Um, and I was on it, this is just a week ago. And I see a set of Regency sliders. I literally have three sets of Regency sliders in the box. But it's 39 bucks. Buy it now, free shipping. Normally, it's an auction, and the auction gets canceled, canceled before it ends, right? So what you do is you PM the guy, say, hey, here's my email, uh, and you got to break it up because their their filters kind of try and find that stuff, and uh, you know, you you, you you know you send a person like, hey, when eBay cancels this auction, shoot me an email. I'm interested, you know, and you kind of work things out. But uh, this guy had a, this beautiful set of regencies listed for like thirty nine bucks, free shipping. Buy it now, and it had been up there. It usually takes between one to twenty four hours for eBay to find it and kill it. It had been up there like twelve hours. I'm like. I, I I just can't leave this here. I've got to get this. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I grabbed set number four. But uh, yeah, I absolutely love lawn darts. Uh, dodgeball was another, you know, fun sport at the time. Um, you know, but right up that alley of, you know, games of the uh, uh, late 70s and early 80s before everything got outlawed. Oh, yeah. Remember that brief resurgence of dodgeball uh, a few years ago? Yes. I was like literally like some school banned it saying, oh, it generates hard feelings and, and you know, children can get uh, balls thrown at them, you know. What? So, uh, oh, yeah. I loved it. This is pro- what well, we all did. The kids love it. But, you know, some parent, you know, had, had an issue. Well, with this school, this is probably about three, four years ago, actually banned dodgeball. And, and it, I mean, most schools now have long since banned it. And, uh, so uh, in response to that, Dodgeball sort of came back up on the public radar. There was that movie about Dodgeball. Yes. And then uh, about that same time, Dodgeball League started up all over the place. Now, I think most of them just kind of died down after a season. of like, eh, yeah, yeah, we're protesting, whatever. <laughs> but um, it, yeah, for a while, Dodgeball was once again a thing. Well, it's a great game. Now, for a while, we had a lawn darts league going. And, oh. uh, oh yeah, man. And, uh, this one guy, he, uh, he worked for U- uh, UPS. His name was Steve and the lawn dart league championships were held at a secret location in Steve's backyard. So it's kind of like, yeah, we're playing lawn darts government, you know, um, <laughs> uh, watch but, out for the black fans. Dude. Yeah. I, I, t- I threw a couple sets, uh, into the, uh, 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 car and drove up there and had a great time at the championships, you know? Um, you I mean, I, yeah, I absolutely love lawn darts. Well, it looks but like it's a good game of the era, you know? Oh, heck yeah. It looks like, uh, recently eBay, a video card 16 sold for five bucks, complete in the box. Well, that's a good find. Yeah. There's one right now with the box that ends in an hour. That's only $2. That's awesome. There's a lot of Fairchild stuff appearing on eBay lately. Yeah, well, you know, it's it, <clears throat> like I said, the uh, you know, probably about three or four episodes ago, the low hanging fruit has been picked. You know, all of us guys that wanted Ataris, well, we've got them. We wanted Intellivisions, we got them. We wanted Calicos, we got them. You know, it's now sort of the other systems. You know, yep. the Arcadia and and the uh, uh, video arcade and the, and and the. Uh, uh, you know, the channel F and, you know, it's those other systems that are now getting some of the limelight. Yeah. Rick Reynolds picked one up from the television areas just recently. 
Yeah, I, it, it's 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 definitely a resurgent system. In fact, we interviewed a guy on the show about uh, I don't know a year or two ago, uh, Boise Pete, and he wrote a book. I got it right here, Coco, the uh, colorful history of the Tandy's underdog computer. I had to wow. read the title upwards and sideways. Brilliant book, right? And what he and I agreed on is okay. There was at one point there was a Radio Shack within five miles of 90% of America. And they sold a lot of Tandy color computers, right? Yes. I mean, a lot. Therefore, a lot of people own these things. There is nowhere near the community surrounding these things as there is for Commodore 64 and some of the other Apple II, you know, the other superstar computers. Yeah. But they still sold a hell of a lot of color computers. And uh, when he wrote this book, you know, what, what he and I were talking about uh, when he's on the show is that, yeah, the low-hanging fruit's been picked. I mean, sure, <clears throat> somebody will write another Atari book. It will sell, but it's not, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's not what it once was. That, that niche has been filled. Now it's time to cover these other systems. So, uh, uh, Will, if you want to write the book on the Channel F, I think boys will <laughs> No, I think Dick tells for needs to do that. <laughs> well, you know, you could do this. I mean, I don't have the time. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't got the time. But what you could do is, you know, literally uh, uh, get each show transcribed and then maybe condense a bit and have, you know, a chapter for each video card. Uh, oh, con- yeah. You know, uh, transcribe all of the, uh, uh, you know, the interviews, you know. Yeah. And maybe get Nick to write like a forward. And, you know, it you you could do a book on the channel F and get it published and you know, reach out to some of the guys like uh Lenny Herman and Brett Weiss and find out who they use for publishing. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I I think it could I I think there's something there for it, you know. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. That's how these projects happen. You just take, you know, some material and start right with it. Some here, some there. Next thing you know, you got a, uh, a book's worth, you know. Um, I think it'd be a worthy book to do. And, and, you know, how would it go? Would it be really successful? I mean, that's, you know, maybe, maybe not. I mean, I, I, we, it's, it's it, you know, that's what happens when you go into these unknown areas. Yeah. Like uh, when Boise did the book on the color computer, I would have thought, ah, geez, that's not exactly a system with a lot of love. He sold the books. So maybe the channel left too. Just saying. Yeah, you never know. Awesome. Well, the next cartridge we're going to talk about will be video card number 17, Pinball. Video Pinball. I'm looking forward to that one because that's one of the games I play a lot on my fair child. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i looking forward to that one as well. Uh, but this one here was one of those uh, you know high points that I couldn't wait to hit and uh, you know go over. And <clears throat> I think it's a definite early pickup for anybody collecting for the system. Or if you get one of the multi-carts, you know, uh, scroll to that one, you know, early on, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, if you want to show somebody else the game, I mean, you know, let's say you, you got the thing fired up at a party or whatever, and you say, hey, come check this out, man, you know. Um, it's not a bad game to introduce somebody to the higher points of the system. On. Oh, heck no. So that's, that's for it for the episode, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. But if you have anything Fairchild-related you'd like to share... You can reach us at our new email address, thechannelffiles at gmail.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page, 
the Channel F files and make posts on there talking about your favorite Fairchild memories or anything else you'd like to share with the podcast. So again, thanks for listening to the show. We'll be back soon with uh, another video card. Today.